Hello, and welcome to The Real Paranormal Stories. I'm your host, Angel Parker. I wanted to say I'm sorry. I've had some technical issues with my computer. That's the reason why I haven't posted in a while. I do hope it's fixed. So this week, I'm taking y'all west to Los Angeles, California, to the infamous Cecil Hotel. Now, before we begin, I wanted to say that there are many deaths here, and I will not be going into detail out of respect for the deceased and their families. Let us begin. The Cecil Hotel construction started in 1924 and ended in 1927, when the Cecil first opened its doors. The hotel has had a scary crime-ridden past since the very beginning, with the 19 floors and 700 rooms. It was meant for business and tourists. It was, at the time, the most luxurious hotel there was. But due to the Great Depression, it started attracting unseemly clientele. Now, the bottom two floors for the Cecil Hotel were for long-term residents, and floors four through seven were the hotel rooms. But according to Mr. Kenneth Gibbons, who was a former long-term resident of the Cecil Hotel, anything higher than the sixth floor was considered to be dangerous. Now keep in mind, this is a 19-floor hotel. That's a lot of rooms and floors that a lot of people consider to be dangerous. Even an old manager named Mrs. Price said there would at times be at least three phone calls a day were made from the CISO Hotel to the LAPD. She said there was at least 80 deaths while she was working there. Now, there were at least two known serial killers living there. Uh, one was Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker. He murdered and unfortunately raped about 13 different people in California in 1984 through 1985. He was a self-described Satanist. He drew pentagrams on his arm and even left at the couple at the houses that he would break into and unfortunately rape the women there. I wanted it to be known I am not endorsing this kind of behavior. It's just part of the story. I don't like it. Uh, what A thing that contributed to his arrest and the, the car chase was the fact that he had left a fingerprint at the scene of a crime. During his trial, he kept making references to, to Satan while also continuing to draw pentagrams on his palms and stuff. In September of 1989, he was convicted of 13 murders and other crimes and was sentenced to death with the judge stating that, and I quote, his crimes were cruel, callous, and vicious beyond any human understanding. It is said that Richard Ramirez had showed no remorse after his sentencing, and he stated, and I quote, Big deal. Death always went with the territory. He had died of cancer while on death row in 2013. He was 53 years of age. 
I don't see how anybody could be that cruel and heartless. I really don't. Uh, the next one, and I'm sorry if I butcher his name, was Jack Unterweger. He was from Austria, and he is known to have, he's an international serial killer, and he's known to at least kill 12 to 15 different people, people in Austria, Germany, France, and the U.S. Now, he was convicted here for at least three murders on sex workers. But I'm getting ahead of myself. He was sent over here from Austria after serving his time there to be a a writer for a magazine. He even went on ride-alongs for the police in the red light district, which is known to where all the prostitution and stuff happened down there. And I'm sorry to say these sex workers were beaten and sexually assaulted with tree branches and oof, and strangled with their own bras. Once he was convicted here, he was extradited back to Austria on May 27 of 1992. And he kept saying that he was innocent and it wasn't him. He was then charged with 11 murders, including the three in Los Angeles and the ones in Germany. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And he wanted to appeal. So in Austria at the time, the guilty sentence did not stay. Even after his death. He had hung himself in the night that he was sentenced. Still claiming his innocence. Now, it is said to be known that there is at least 17 confirmed deaths at the Cecil Hotel. There is no telling how many have actually happened. The youngest death could be that of a newborn in 1944, a woman who had given birth in a bathroom at the Cecil Hotel, said that her baby was blue and she thought him to be dead, so she threw him out of a window. The mother of the baby was found not guilty due to insanity. I'm sorry if this is hard for some viewers. It's hard for me to even read it. Though the most famous death there would be that of Elisa Lamb and her strange disappearance and death. My heart goes out to Elisa's Lamb family and loved ones. This is no means by disrespect on her or y'all. I'm just stating part of the story. Elisa was a Canadian student. She had traveled alone to California 
and had checked herself into the Cecil Hotel. She was originally assigned a room, a shared room, on the hotel's fifth floor. Though her roommates would complain about her, quote, odd behavior, which caused Elisa to be moved to a room of her own after just two days. On the day of her checkout of the Cecil, Elisa had not contacted her parents, which this immediately raised suspicion, and they called the LAPD, and they flew down here to come look for her. The staff that saw her that day said that she was alone, and the manager of the bookstore just outside of the hotel who recalled seeing her that day said that she was very outgoing, lively, and very, very friendly. Said that she was getting gifts to take back home for her family. She didn't want anything too heavy. The police searched the hotel as legally as they could, while even bringing dogs who had no luck finding her. They even brought them to the rooftop to where she was found later on. And they caught no scent of her. Sergeant Rudy Lopez later said that they didn't check every room. They could only do that if there was probable cause. Which if means that there was a possible crime there that they suspected had happened. After a week since her disappearance, they decided that they needed some help. So flyers were made with her image and posted online. And in neighborhoods, in which case brought the case to the public's attention through media. After another week of no new leads, the LAPD released the last known video of her, which was inside the Cecil's Hotel's elevators, which shows her hiding in a corner while the doors remained open. Even after pressing all the buttons, they didn't close until she left the elevator. Now, there are many different theories that have come out about why this was. One was that she was trying to get the elevator to move as to escape someone who was chasing her, or something was chasing her. The Cecil was known to be haunted. Uh, Others considered that she was under the influence of something, but nothing was found in her talk screen, and some believed it was a psychotic break. And I for those of y'all who have seen the video and those of y'all who will see the video let me know what y'all think about it i've seen it in my eyes i believe it to be tampered with others argued that the video was already tampered with before it was made public like obscuring the timestamp. they claim parts of the video was slowed down and nearly a minute of footage had been removed this could have been done to protect the identity of someone who would be in the video, either related to her disappearance or not. I think if they were going to release the entire video, they should just release the entire video, not 
tamper with it. I mean, who knows? They can, you can even see her outside of the video of the elevator moving her arms. Her arm. Because like, you can only see one part of her hand, actually. And after that, there's nothing. And there's no sound. Even back then, 2013, there was sound in those videos. <sighs> During the search for Elisa, guests had begun to complain about low water pressure, even that the water was colored black and had an unusual taste. On the, Feb on the fateful morning of February 19th, 2013, a hotel maintenance man had found Elisa's lamb body in one of the four water tanks and on top of the roof that provided water to the guest room, the kitchen, and coffee shop. He said that through the open hatch, he saw her laying face up in the water, naked. He immediately called 911. They came, drained, and cut open the tank to get her out, and the coroner's office ruled that her death was an accidental drowning. It's also said that her clothing was covered in a sand-like substance, along with her watch and room key. Now, keep in mind that the door that led to the rooftop and the hatch were locked and had not been tampered with. How did she get up there? Could it have been through a hotel worker? Because the only people who had keys would have been maintenance and the hotel manager? Or by a chance, it could have been a ghost. Who knows? I'll leave that up to you to decide. In 2020, a paranormal investigation group called Ghost Adventures were the first team to investigate the hotel. Now, not the only team. There's been YouTubers that have gone there and investigated it. Zach Bagan, the lead investigator, tried reaching out to Elisa and Richard Ramirez, Elisa Lamb and Richard Ramirez, while even bringing some of Richard Ramirez's paintings that he drew in a prison as trigger objects for him. I suggest going to watch the show. I do believe it's a two-part show. I I believe it's pretty cool. I think you can find it on Discovery Plus, if not YouTube. Now, it's also rumored that the uh, infamous Black Dahlia had been seen at the bar just days before her murder. Now, unfortunately, now the Cecil Hotel, who, who once was a place of business and tourists, then a place of murders, is going through one more transformation. The state of California is converting it into housing for the homeless there. So, unfortunately, if you wanted to visit there, you no longer can. I would really like to hear y'all's ideas on how Elisa got up there. Please comment below, message me, tell me what y'all think. I mean, maybe y'all might come up with a different idea than what others have. 
And tell me where else y'all would like to go. I was thinking maybe next week we could go to Ireland to the Hellfire Club. Where it's rumored that the devil had actually set foot on Earth. And Dublin. Thank you for listening. And again, I am sorry for not being able to post as much as I would like to due to my computer not working properly. So hopefully this gets it working again.